0: The IZ Robots Stuck at Home Show. Hey guys, it is me, IZ Robots, and it is another day, another episode of The Stuck at Home Show. I hope you're all still having fun, I hope you're all still safe, I hope everything is great for you guys. I hope you're not going out too much, and I hope if you're going out, you're wearing a mask on your face. At least a bandana. I think that the idea with this is it's a way to try to keep us from touching our faces and spreading the virus. So, I... I would recommend it. I do feel a bit silly when I go out and wear, uh, I have a buff, like a survivor buff. And I feel, I feel a bit silly having it on my face, but at the same time, you know, whatever, dude, I, I can't let that get to me, but I wear glasses, right? I wear, I wear, you know, spectacles. And when I'm in the mask, when I breathe, it sometimes goes up and fogs up my glasses. So I got to, I gotta figure something else out for that, but, um, you know, it is what it is. It's not the worst thing in the world, but, um, I hope you're all doing well. I hope you're all dealing with this, and I hope everything is going great for you guys as of right now. I, I've been doing, like, three of these a week. It's a way for me, honestly, to, like, keep busy, because I'm at home, and I'm not doing much, and this, uh, keeps the creative juices flowing, right? It's good for me, but I, I gotta admit, sometimes I run dry, about things to talk about because I'm not, I'm not going out. I'm not doing stuff. I'm not hanging and clanging out on the street. So it's like, what's, what's something new? I got to dig into the memory banks and, and I I reached out to you guys and I asked, Hey man, do you have anything you'd like to hear me talk about? Do you have any topic ideas? And my dude, uh, my dude, Mark from, uh, tapes from the crypt, he, uh, reached out and he's like, Hey, what, uh, what kind of sneakers do you prefer? And I was like, Oh, shoes. That's a, that's a good topic. I, I'm not like a sneaker junkie by any means, but I, but I, I do have like preferences. I'm not a sneaker collector, but I do have, I don't know, probably like 20, 20 pairs of sneaks. I, I myself right now prefer Sauconies. Some people say Sauconies, but it's a, uh, it's Saucony, like you're punching yourself in the, uh, in the knee. They're, they're running shoes. I wear Saucony Jazz. That's my number one preferred style of shoe. They're they're really small, and they make your look feet look really tiny. They have like, they have like a nice retro look to them, and they they're really appealing to me. Up until, up until I got into the uh, Socony Jazz, I was like a one hundred percent Adidas guy because of Run DMC and my Adidas, and it it was kind of like a an easy transition to be honest. At the time, I was like I was like heavily into Adidas. I had like four or five or six even like different pairs of like. Adidas sambas in different colors. I had like black ones, I have green ones, I have red ones, I have all kinds of ones. And I would like I would rock like Adidas sweat tops. I'm not even kidding. I have like so many Adidas sweat tops in the uh in in, in the in the closet right now. And this was like this was like a big part of my fashion identity. But then one day I was out looking for shoes. I needed I needed something and I, I was like at uh I forget what it was. It's downstairs in, in the mall, in the Santa Rosa Plaza, and I was I was looking around in there and I saw these brown Saucony Jazz on the shelf. And they have like that typical um, Saucony logo on the side, which is like a, it's like a stripe with three circles in it. And I, I saw these little bitty shoes and I was like, what are these? And I, I tried them on and I was just, I was blown away with how comfortable they were. They're made of nylon and they're just like, they're small, you feel like you're wearing bare, bare feet, like you have nothing on. But they're, they're very, very comfortable. And I was like, I was immediately taken. And I, I bought the brown pair, and I wore them to death. I, at that time, I almost absolutely gave up Adidas. When I would try to go back and forth between the Adidas and the Saucony, the Adidas felt so big. And so rigid, and so hard compared to like the soft, comfortable uh, Saucony Jazz. It was It was hard. And then I bought a black pair. And I bought a red pair. I, I like to buy the same pair of shoes, but in different colors. That's that's something I'm into. And I got a black and a red, and then I brought a green, and I I was just I was all into it. The one that I I didn't buy, that I wish that I had was camouflage. They they released these like limited edition camouflage, Sakany Jazz, and I didn't buy them, and I regret it, and I have been unable to find them ever since. But um these these are just like fantastic shoes. Just look them up right now, Saucony Jazz. They are so comfortable. I, I did like a little bit of research into it, and and they're running shoes, and they're kind of considered part of like the naked, the naked shoe running um movement, where people like either run bare feet or they run with like minimal shoes. When you're wearing these, they feel like minimal shoes. Like you have shoes on, but it feels like you're barefooted. They're so comfortable. I love them a lot. Another, another shoe that I wear is, um, Asics. I like Asics Mexico 63s. They're very, very similar to the Saucony Jazz. They're small, tight nylon shoes. If you, if you've seen, uh, the big fight scene in Kill Bill where, uh, the bride is, is wearing the, uh, yellow suit. She has, she has on a pair of yellow, um, Mexico, uh, 60, 63s, and they're just, like, they're just terrific looking shoes. They're super comfortable. I only have one pair of those. They are red, but I I wear them all the time. I think that they are terrific. I plan on getting the uh yellows, but the only thing that holds me back is I don't I don't so much like leather shoes at this point. Nothing like ethical or whatever, but they they're just not they're not as comfortable to me as like the tight nylon shoe. And I've only ever been able to find the yellow in a uh, leather, I may eventually get them because I think they're they're pretty deaf, but i I'm hoping to find them in nylon. It's just I don't know man the nylon like hugs your foot better than the uh leather does, and that's just you know that's just my opinion i I remember back when I was a kid when he when he hit me up about sneakers, it got me thinking about sneakers, and when we first moved to California. From Illinois, one of the big changes was that the people in California are really, like, style conscious. They're really, like, image conscious, brand conscious. When I was back in Illinois, the only brand anybody cared about was, like, under ruse. You know, it wasn't like... It wasn't like people even knew anything about shoes. I don't even think I ever heard of Nike or Adidas or anything. I just wore whatever shoes my parents gave me. But when we we moved to California, it was just like a whole new ball game. I had my like Payless shoe store sneaks. That was normally where I got my sneaks at the the Payless over by where Kmart used to be. And I I I, I didn't think anything of it. They were just shoes. I didn't even I didn't even care. And people started like capping on my shoes like crazy. I remember that like all through elementary shoes, people, elementary school, rather people would cap on my shoes because I had pay less, uh, shoe source shoes. And it was just like really wild to me because it wasn't anything in Illinois ever, ever thought about. It was just, it was just wild. And I, I couldn't convince my parents to like invest in a pair of like sweet Nikes for me or whatever, because you know how it is. You have kids, kids go through shoes like crazy. The idea of spending like money on expensive shoes for kids is bananas because they, they go through shoes all the time. Their feet get bigger. I get it. I'm not holding it against anybody at all. I I think the first time I got like a name brand shoe was my mom. My mom was working at Marshall's at the time. The Marshall's that was over by the where the Toys R Us used to be. And she got me a pair of uh, BKs, British Knights, and I was just so jazzed. To have name brand shoes. I was like, people are going to finally start capping on my shoes. This went on for years. It wasn't like, it wasn't like the meanest harassment or whatever, but dudes would definitely for sure cap on, 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 on my shoes. And I was happy to like, I was so happy to finally have a brand. When she, when she started working at Marshall's, things kind of flipped the script because she was bringing clothes home all the time because she got a discount working there, and the clothes were already inexpensive. So I wound up with, like, a few different pair of name brand shoes. I remember I had a uh, a pair of Reebok pumps at one point that I, I just thought were, like, the flyest thing in the world. <laughs> Oh, man. Hey, I can imitate almost anything, but no one can imitate the pump. The original, the pump from Reebok. Man, I remember getting those pumps. They were like the first time I had like some super like state-of-the-art, like cool guy, cool guy shoes. And I would like, I would like floss with these all the time. I'd make sure people saw me like bending down to like, 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 like pump them up. I, I do kind of think that they were cool. And I I like a tight shoe. So I wouldn't mind if they added like a, uh, like some kind of a pump feature to the, the Saucony jazz. I don't like see that happening, but I guess, I guess it's possible right now. I have mostly Saucony's. I have like a shoe rack that hangs on my closet and it's like, it's, it's it's like overloaded with sockinis. I have a pair of hiking boots that I'm actually wearing right now because it's been raining and it's like muddy outside, and I, I I'll wear these like during situations like that. And I have I have like a couple pair of like Doc Martens, like not like Doc Martin boots, but like Doc Marten shoes that I'll I'll use if I have like a you know like a dress pants kind of situation. They're they're nice looking shoes. I can hear some weird sound right now. Do you guys hear that? I wonder. I wonder what that is. I don't even know if the mic can um, pick that up from uh, where we are. Right now, I'm, like, rolled away trying to figure out what that is. I think it's the dryer. Ever, like, like put shoes in the dryer, and then when they, like, flip around, it, like, uh, bangs and clangs a lot? At, at, at any rate, I apologize. This is this is a more off-the-cuff show than the good old Icy Robots show, dude. Sometimes you're going to hear the laundry. The laundry machine. But getting back back to Saucony's, we were at the, uh... We were at the dig one day, and they have, like, giant bins full of shoes, and my wife was digging around in there, the old wife, and she, um, she found a pair of, a, uh, of Sockney Jazz in her size, and I was like, you should get those. You should definitely get them, because I've been trying to get her to, like, try these kind of shoes, because she wears, like, Mary Janes, and she wears boots, and, like, all these uncomfortable shoes. Like, we'll go walking, or we'll go, we'll go hiking, and she's wearing, like, Mary Janes. It's, like, it's whack, and she always ends up complaining about her corns, but, uh, She she bought these and put them on and she was like, oh, my God, this is this is amazing. She's like, I don't think I've ever worn a comfortable shoe in like the entirety of my life. And then she went online and she bought herself two more pairs on eBay. And then another time we were at the dig and she found a pair in a child size and she bought them for the kid and the kid now wears Saucony Jazz. She has three pairs. It's crazy. I, I've been telling these guys for like 10 years now, you gotta try these shoes, and they didn't want to, but then once they did, they were like, no going back. So, I, I I recommend these if, if, if you want, like, just a nice, comfortable shoe, and they look good. They're not dumb looking by any means. They have like a really Really cool, like, 70s aesthetic. They're dope. I recommend them like nobody's business. The the one thing that I've wanted out of them that I haven't been able to get is I want a bright pink. Like a hot pink and white zirconia. I want hot pink with, like, white on the side and white laces. I like hot pink. I don't wear a lot of it. But I think, like, a nice hot pink accessory can be really fly. I I feel that from the bottom of my heart, and, like, shoes in this color would be great, but they only make them for children. I have looked for these for, like, years, and they only make them for little kids. At one point, they had something that was similar for ladies, and I considered buying, like, a really big lady size to get one for me. It would have been, like, a 13, like a 13 or a 14, in gal size, but I decided in the end it wasn't like it wasn't hot pink enough. Like I want it like Brett the Hitman, heart pink. I want it like that, like the Heart Foundation. I want to be like me, Jim the Anvil, Nightheart, Jimmy Hart with the microphone. I want us all wearing these hot pink zicones. It's gonna be great. someday they will come out with them, and on that day, your guy will be like ecstatic. Your dude'll be so happy. The closest. It's not even that near, but the, the nearest that I have to it is I have like a bright orange, like a neon orange and white that I that I wear. I actually went through, like I bought a pair and I wore them to death because I thought they were so great and, and eventually I got a hole in the bottom. So I, I bought another pair and I have them in a box in the closet and I'm just saving them up for like the perfect day when I'm like, you know, I need a pick me up. I need like a brand new pair of neon orange shoes. And that day will come, and when that day does come, I will be happy that I have them. Uh, I was taking my soak, my Calgon soak. I was letting the uh, bubbles absorb all around me and take my take my problems off into space. It wasn't actually Calgon. I think that I was I was using dish soap because I'm out of the Calgon. I'm out of the Mister Bubble, and it's not it's not worth a trip to the store to to get something like this. If I'm there, I'll grab it, but it's not worth just for just just for this. I I was soaking. At any rate, it was nice. The water was hot. It was steamy. The bubbles were. They were all over my form, making me, making me feel like I was floating off into space in a, in a nice soak of, a uh, nice soak on a cloud. But at any rate, I was, I was sitting there reading a, uh, wizard magazine and they started talking in this magazine. I, I have like a bunch, I have a bunch that I have like doubles and triples of. And after a while, if like the cover comes off, if they get tattered, they, they become like bathtub reading. A perfect bathtub magazine is like entertainment weekly. Like something like that. Something just like real lighthearted. But I I like to go over these wizards and just kinda just kinda take a look at uh what, what, what was going on at the time. Wizards is like the number one comic book magazine of all the time in space. I love Wizard magazine. You guys you guys all know this, but I'm I'm in there and I'm looking at it and there was an article about this TV show called Fish Police. And I'm like, I've never not never heard of fish police in the entirety of my life, and I'm, I'm reading this thing about how there was, like, a whole season full of episodes, and I'm like, I've never, not never even heard of this, like, ever, like, ever, and I'm thinking, how weird is that? Like, what was I doing at the time that this weird, this weird program, Fish Police, was um airing, airing on the, on, on the TV? There was, there was, like, this period of time where I was really, like, living my life. I was out there, like, living it up, hanging out, just doing all kinds of weird stuff, and, and TV sort of... TV sort of took a backseat, and I'm imagining that this was that period that uh, Fish Police was on. Did any of you guys watch this show? I, I, I gotta... It's weird, because I've never even heard of it, and I would have that thought that at some point, maybe it would have, like, come across me in some, in some way, maybe, like, a Retroist episode or, like, an article over at uh, PopCultureRetroRama.com, my dude Vic Sage's site, somebody... Somebody might have made some mention of this, this program, Fish Police. It, it doesn't look like a good one, to be, like, totally honest. It doesn't look like something that I'm going to be, like, head over heels over or something that I'm going to go out of my way to discover. It's just, it was just weird to me that I've never, not never heard it. If you're, like, a Fish Police fan, if this is something you're into, reach out to your dude right now. Reach out and let him know. That I I'm an official lieutenant in the fish police. That's what they that's what they called their uh fanhood. You get you get a rank and brag about how you made it all the way up to lieutenant in the fish police. I'd love to hear si it. I'm Joe Beth Williams, getting set for my role as angel on the new comedy Fish Police. Already, time for my number. Flounders in the night. One sided Carps and robbers the for the 90s. Fish police coming February 28th. You were listening to the Stuck At Home Show, your guiding light when the world gets all weird. That much uh that much is true, my dudes. Everything is weird right now. Everything is weird, everything is closed, but it's fine. We're all having a good time, but I do I do miss going to the gym. I'd been talking on the uh West, the patron only show that uh I I joined the gym down the street and I've been going and it's been great. You've heard me talk on this show about how I'm doing whatever I can to like work out in the garage as much as I can. I wanna come out like I wanna come out like I'm gigantic and swole, but um it's it's like near impossible to find any kind of like gym equipment at all. Like I, I see kettlebells going on eBay for like hundreds of dollars. All the stores are out. Everybody's out of a gym, so everybody who likes working out is doing whatever they can to uh you know keep that part of their lives. And in fact, you guys, you guys know that I've improvised a bunch of stuff, and I'm doing, I'm doing my best. But I, I found something yesterday or the other day. By this point, that um is gonna. Is really gonna help out with the workouts. I was at the uh I was at the store with the wife getting the supplies and whatever, and I stumbled across a 25-pound container of kitty litter with with a handle. It's like a plastic like container with a handle on the top, just like a kettlebell. And I am so jazzed. I bought this guy, it was on sale. I think it cost like $7. It was on sale, I brought it home, and I covered the entire thing in duct tape. And then I did like another layer of duct tape and I wrote, I wrote 25 on it so that, uh, it looks, it looks like, looks more official. You know, it looks cool. And I put the tape in case, in case it cracks. I don't want, like, I don't want kitty litter flying all over the place, but this is, uh, this is mainly for the wife. I got my, my 35 pound kettlebell and that's, that's all good for me, but I wanted to get her something that, that she could use as well. It's, it's a little bit heavier than she would want, but I think at this point the good idea would be to get something that's a little bit too heavy for you so that ideally you can work your way up to it. So, we've been in the uh, garage in the dojo using this uh this thing doing some kettlebell workouts. The moral of this story is you got to improvise. You got to figure out what you have. What you can use. We made a bench press out of, um, bottles. Like, bottles of fluid. And it's like... It's like you gotta do whatever you can do, dude. You gotta try your best. Don't give up. This isn't exactly the summer of fitness. But we're getting near there. We're getting near spring. And when spring comes, we're gonna be nearing bikini season. You know, and y'all wanna fit into your two-piece. So you wanna... You wanna make sure you look tight. And this is the... This is the time of year to get the workouts in effect. Do what you can. If you guys... If you guys are doing any kind of home workouts, anything like that, hit me up. Hit me up on the tweets. I would love, I would love to hear what you're doing. I would really be interested because I, I need tips too. I am by no means an exercise guru. I am not Richard Simmons. I am not any of those people. I know, I know nothing. I'm not Joe Weeder dude. I'm not Stan Bennett. I'm just some jabroni in his garage bench pressing Uh milk jugs full of sand, you know? So it's like, I, I, I I need it too, man. If you know something I don't know, hit me up. We should, um, we should all try to start some kind of, like, some kind of, like, coalition of people who, uh, share exercise tips. I don't know what you would call that. The, uh, the IC robots uh, hanging and clanging and banging weightlifting club. I don't know. It'll... It'll be something. It'll be fun. We'll, we'll work on that. But um, I just wanted to let you guys know that I found this cat litter. Maybe when you're at the store, see if you can find something similar. It's, it's like a pretty common item, uh, as far as I can tell, a common size of a container. And it's like, we're going to get a good work out of this. Do what you can do to improvise. And your knees can't take the pound. So hard running is out. And you got arthritis in your neck. And you've got calcium deposits on most of your joints. We'll be calling on this good old-fashioned blunt force trauma. Horsepower. Heavy-duty cast-iron pile-driving punches that would have to hurt so much they'll rattle his ancestors. Horsepower. Every time you hit him with his shot, it's good old-fashioned blunt force trauma. Horsepower. Heavy-duty cast-iron pile-driving punches. Horsepower. Blunt force trauma. Yeah! Let's start building some hurting bombs. All right, it is me, and we are back. We're getting ready to. Uh, we're getting ready to take it home, guys. It's been, it's been another exciting episode. We're still here. We're still alive. Let's all celebrate that. Everything's going great. We're all happy. It's it's another fun day, right? We're all gonna do what we can do to stay fit. We're gonna do what we can do to stay creative. Let's uh, let's take one question that came in. Right right at the wire, if you have got any questions at all about anything, anything, any topic ideas, you name it, dude, hit me up on the tweet, that is at IC Robots. you can go on over to Facebook, that is facebook.com, backslash IC Robots. I do gotta admit, I have been hanging and banging around Facebook a lot less, when, when they went ahead and they banned ICRobots.com, for some reason, some reason I know not why, I still don't know why, but once they did that, and I couldn't post links from icyrobots.com anymore, I I started losing interest in the Facebook, so, uh, hop on over to Twitter, that's the, uh, that's where everything's really going on, but, but at any rate, I, I got a message, I got a question from good friend of the show, engineer nerd, you can find him at engineer nerd, I just heard dude recorded an action figure blues, an episode of action figure blues, I'm, I'm looking forward to, uh, Listening to that, I'll, I'll retweet it when it comes out so you guys can, can check it out too. But he wanted to know, do Pringles, the famous Pringles potato chips, do they taste better when they're stacked? And I'm thinking, that's an uh, interesting question. And I, I, I do have to say, uh, yes, yes they do taste better when, when, when they're stacked. I don't know if it's that they actually taste better or if just eating them is more fun when, uh, when, when, when they're a stack. Like, when you reach into the container and you pull out, like, a little, like, a little pile of them and you eat them, like, one by one, like, like, they're a deck of playing cards. That's, that's a lot more fun than when you're down at the bottom of the can and you kind of, like, pour the last remnant into a bowl and you're eating those, um, eating those shards. That's, that's far less fun than, than the stack. I, I... Speaking of stack stacks, I, I was over at the Dollar Tree uh, a while ago and I got a, uh, a container of stacks because we're we're stacking up the snacks just just in case, you know. So I, I got myself a, a can of stacks and I was I was eating those while I was watching The Leftovers. That's what we're we're uh, watching right now on HBO. I'd never seen The Leftovers. I I heard that it was good and I, I did kind of want to watch it, but I every once in a while I like save a show for later. And that's, that's what I did with this. And I'm glad that we have it now. Cause we're watching like an episode a night and it's great fun. But, um, we're, we're watching the, uh, leftovers and I'm eating my stacks. And I started thinking like, you know, stacks might be better than Pringles. And I'm just talking about the, uh, normal, uh, the normal flavored stacks, not the, the other weird flavors, but, um, the stacks might in reality be a better potato chip than the Pringles. Pringles, Pringles, to me, are, like, the equivalent of a McDonald's hamburger. McDonald's hamburgers are by no means, like, the best hamburger in the world. Not by any stretch. But they have this, they have this unique McDonald's quality that makes them really enjoyable. And I think that, I think that Pringles are kind of the same thing. They're not potato chips, really. They are technically, but not, I don't even know if they are technically. I don't even think they're made from, like chips of potatoes. I think that, like, don't they, like, liquefy potatoes into mush, and then they make them into Pringles? I don't know. I don't really, I don't really know the pink Pringles process, but I, I don't think that they're, like, you know, sliced potatoes directly, but, um, they, they have, like, this unique Pringles quality that sort of supersedes the quality of them being potato chips, just like, just like when you eat a McDonald's hamburger. It's, like, This unique experience of just eating something that, while not the best, is unique enough in the sense that there is nostalgia, there's happiness, there's all these, there's all these things tied into it. I, I've always been a Pringle fan. I like the straight Pringles, I like the pizza Pringles, even. That's, that's probably my favorite secondary flavor that's, like, readily available. They come up with new flavors all the time, but the, the pizza's always available, and it just, I don't know. It doesn't like really taste like pizza so much, but it does enough that it it qualifies as being a pizza flavor. I don't know. I I am a Pringles fan. I I do buy them when I see them at the store. I can't resist. I can't resist like I like I like how they come in the can. The can keeps them better than when you buy a bag, but if you were to compare like straight up across a Lay's potato chip with like a Pringles there's no question. The Lays blows them out of the water. But Pringles has something, man. Pringles are good in their own right. I'm not gonna front. I like Pringles. I like them a lot. Engineer Nerd, I think this was a good question. I'm glad that you, um I'm glad that you hit me up with this. I appreciate that. You guys, I'm doing the show a lot. I'm doing it a lot, and I'm running out of stuff to talk about at points. I'm sure that I'll always be able to come up with something. I'm sure I will always be able to come up with something, but please. I definitely appreciate you guys hitting me up. This whole episode. The part about the shoes at the beginning, that was from my homie Tapes from the Crypt. This part right now, this is from my homie Engineer Nerd. The show is coming together because you guys are reaching out. The last episode, that was a bunch of questions from my dude Ray about the the process. Was that the last one or the one before? I forget. But at any rate, that was from my homie Ray, and he, he hit me up. And we got a whole fun segment out of it, so please, hit me up. Ask me anything. What's my favorite rap group? What's my favorite rock group? What's... My favorite TV show to watch right now. Just, I'll I'll do my best to get to all of these. At Icy Robots, the show needs you. This is, this is a time of crisis. You dude, Icy Robots is in a creative crisis. Hit him up. Let me know. Also, if you're listening to this, my, uh, my homie Javier, uh, from Classic Wrestling Stars on Facebook, one of my favorite Facebook groups, I'm just curious. How are things going for you? I haven't heard from you. I am not necessarily worried about everybody, but I do, I do like to hear from you guys, my homie Gabe, Gabe the patron, hit me up, I'm curious, how are you doing, I want to know that you're safe, we know Gino Vega safe, we know Agent Nerd safe, we know Esquilito's safe, we know so many good patrons, so many good fans of the show, so many good friends of the show, I know you're doing great, but I worry about you guys, I worry, so come on, hit me up, let me know you're doing good, let me know everything's safe, and until, until we meet again, this is me, Icy Robots, I'm signing off, I'm gonna, I'm gonna head for the hills, I don't even know what I'm going to do today. I'll probably, honestly, as soon as I finish this, I'll start on another episode, you know, to keep, to, to be real. But, uh, until we meet again, do the time, don't let the time do you. Times seem hard right now, but you got to believe things are getting better. Birds are vibrating again. Rains are back. Stuff's, stuff's getting better. Things are getting better. This has been a NIC Robots radio production.